0: Remember that Bill Ingvall comedy routine where he would say, here's your sign. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Here's your signs, plural, that the United States of America is in a collapse, and we're going to give you examples you've heard of, examples you haven't heard of, and we're going to tie it all together.
1: When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0. With authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping 2 Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in 3, 2, 1.
2: Welcome, everyone. Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0. As always, well, not as always, but most of the time, I'm joined by my partner here on the show and partner in life, Glenn Tate.
0: Hello, hello. We're going to be talking about, remember that Bill Ingval comedy routine where he would say, here's your sign. Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Here's your signs, plural, that the United States of America is in a collapse. And we're going to give you examples you've heard of, examples you haven't heard of, and we're going to tie it all together. So let us start off with some announcements. First of all, look at uh, PAM Radio, -radio P-A-M-radio.com for their electronic ham radio prepper flashcards developed authored put together by me so i think if you find this show practical and informative you're going to find these electronic flashcards practical and informative and with that i think we can launch right into the topic what uh, do you say
2: yep we're good
0: all right here's your signs of the collapse now this is a list that shelby and i came up with while drinking coffee one morning and so we're not going to try to put it all in order and all of that but there's there's chock full of goodness. And so follow along I think you're going to like this. We're in as I say some things you've heard of, some things you haven't, but we're going to do some color commentary on things you've heard of that maybe put things in a different light for you. First of all, first topic, nothing works. Oh. And by by that I mean you've heard the story about the US bank experience I had where they called four branches and none of them answered their phones and none of them would open up their lobby and allow me to wire half a million dollars, which I needed to wire to close on a house. In contrast to Montana, in which the lady at the title company said, who doesn't know me from Adam said, why don't you just send me a personal check for $500,000? And she
2: was was being very sympathetic because she knew what the frustration was. And just add to that. Just let's go back to two or three years ago. If you needed a cashier's check or to do a wire transfer, you walked into your yeah, bank. Stuff and, worked. Well, and it's the contrast. Two or three maybe tellers there, people sitting mm-hmm. at desk. It was a staffed lobby. It was a staffed bank. Everywhere they were everywhere, yeah. and you would be able to get the a wire transfer, a cashier. You would get you it know done. banking services in a get bank. It. You know that is no asking for a lot. That is no longer the case, not only in blue states, for sure, and red states. The reason why red states, we know this here, are well, having the staffing shortages. Well,
0: in corporately owned, we're going to get into that. But that yep. was just one example of nothing works. I'm sure you, the listener, have all kinds of examples in your head of stuff that used to operate smoothly that doesn't, which indicates <laughs> – that there is a collapse because all kinds of systems are being disrupted. You know, labor shortages, there's another sign of stuff not working. We all know about it. No need to rehash it. But why would you listen to Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher talk about um, nothing working, labor shortages, and supply disruptions when you could instead hear the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell?
2: This just in. This just in.
0: He says, and this is for real, this is not fake news. He says, we are really living in unique times. I've never seen these kind of supply chain issues, never seen an economy that combines drastic labor shortages with lots of unemployed people. So it's a very fast changing economy. It's going to be quite different from the one before. There you have it, folks. Chairman of the Federal Reserve saying we are in uncharted territory. You know, he mentioned Supply disruptions, I'd like to add some detail to that, one at the macro level and one at the micro level. Macro level supply chain disruption information. When I originally took these notes down, there were 56 giant container ships um, orbiting, floating outside of the port of uh, Los Angeles waiting to be unloaded. They couldn't be unloaded because there aren't enough truck drivers. There aren't enough people showing up to work. There's longshoremen. There's, yeah, there's there's not enough parts and everything else. Well, guess what? 56, it's now 77. There aren't, And so you wonder, hey, where's that part for the printer I need? It's on a container ship in the port of Los Angeles floating around. A lot of these ships have been at sea, not able to unload for two to three months. And there's this great aerial photograph of all of these ships just hanging out at the port of Los Angeles. This has never happened before. So, you know, a stop clock is right twice a day. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, you, sir, are correct. We are in uncharted territory. Uh, Have you ever seen the supply disruptions that we have? That's the macro level. Now the micro level, U-joints. What are U-joints? In a drive shaft, and I'm no mechanic, it's it's a part that's really important that wears out. So we see on Facebook, and this was later verified by others, that it was a picture of a, of a drive train, like a big mechanical thing. And it said, this is the drive train used in 95% of semi trucks. And I can't, the, the poster said, I cannot get a critical part for this U-joints because it says they will not be available until January 2022 and then a lot of other people chimed in and said yeah I'm in the same boat I know anecdotally from friends of friends who have truck driver friends that parts are becoming a major problem remember one of the main bottlenecks at the port of Los Angeles were truck drivers and trucks in general when trucks start breaking down and you can't repair them because the parts are on a container ship ironically they can't be unloaded because of a lack of semi trucks (laughs) Um, you're going to see disruptions in this country like you've never seen. I think we're looking at Shelby, tell me your thoughts on this. I think we're looking at just kind of a minor little appetizer preview of supply disruptions. I think that once these things start compounding and affecting all the other sectors of the economy, we're going to see bigger and bigger supply disruptions, more and more of stuff not working. What do you think?
2: Oh, I think every single one of us has a story that can add to this. Here's one that I mentioned on our show a few shows ago. We go into an office supply place, and there's a specific printer I wanted because mine fuzzed out. Um,
0: after several years. After
2: several years. I'm really missing that printer, especially now. Because When you find
0: a printer that works, it's like a love affair.
2: It is. It really is. And there's printers out on display, and I'm like, I'd like to buy that one. And they said, mm-hmm. well, okay, then we, let's see if we can get it. And she says to me, we don't have them. And not only that, we can't order them for you, because there's a two-step process here. There is a, we don't have it, but we can order it from a warehouse and get it for you in a few days. That's pretty common, that's been the- Sure, that's fine. Well, that, and that's kind of been how COVID has created. We can't order yet. But it's still available. It's still available. Not only is it not available, it is not available. I cannot order it for you. And so I asked- Because there are none. Right, so I asked the truly dumb question, why do you have it here on display then? As though you, <laughs> you... This is what was going on to people during World War II. You know, yeah. why do you have this on display if it's not... Well, because things changed so much. And I will say this. That was about a month or two ago. That printer is still not available. And that printer is still on display. This is a broken system of being able to provide something that is being demanded in our economy and all of us have had this with a computer a printer something that's electronic because so many of them come from overseas parts steel made products uh some foods this is happening to all of us on different levels. We'll talk more on this, but yeah, I think we're all seeing it. So if anyone tells you there's not a problem, they're, got, they're head, out of their minds. Their head is in the sand. We are in a collapse. Yes. These are
0: observable facts. Yes. Not the least of which is observable by the chairman of the Federal Reserve yep. Bank, Jerome Powell. Um, by the way, my mom tells a story about growing up on an Indian reservation in World War II, which was an unpleasant experience. Oh, gosh. Once a year, they got a banana. I'm going to say that again. Once a year, they got a banana. I remember hearing that thinking Psh, could never happen in America. You just go to the story. Now, we're not we don't have a banana shortage. I'm not implying that. But my point is, we have gone from having it all whenever we want it, because stuff works to Now. This hobbled together system, supply disruptions, labor disruptions. How many of you have tried to go to a restaurant and it's closed? Not because of COVID, like, you know, like the health department said, you can't open restaurants, but like the aftermath with the labor shortages.
2: Well, I also think in the words you used just a moment ago, hobbled together, the supply and demand people in our economy are doing their doggondest to hobble this together cobble it together keep it
0: cobble hobble same thing same
2: thing not only in an effort to to keep it going but also to mask the yeah. true enormity of what's really happening so that because if we all had a real yep. clue of what's going on yep. behind the curtain we would freak the heck out
0: which would include, Putting printers on display that you can't exactly, order.
2: Exactly. All the
0: shelving games that are going on at grocery stores. You know, there was a little village in Russia in the 1930s called Potemkin, and it became famous because of Potemkin villages. What is a Potemkin village? Well, the New York Times reporters um, who were basically... In in league with uh, the Stalinists in Russia, and and reporting rosy pictures that did not exist what? from the so I know it's so weird. What
2: that's so weird. I've never heard of Times that happening. Being wow in the,
0: in league with communists. That's so weird. But they they went to the village of Potemkin, which was portrayed as a average, run of the mill, typical. Russian village and it was stocked with all kinds of stuff. There were literally fake storefronts like plywood that Mm -hmm. made it look like it was a store but it was just plywood like a Hollywood set basically. And these stupid reporters or willingly, willing accomplished uh, uh, reporters, one of the two, went and reported and took pictures about look at all the stuff that's available here in the Potemkin village. You guys were heading towards Potemkin village Mm -hmm. status right now with all these supply disruptions you know and first of all you should be aware of all the stuff going on and that's what this show's about but second of all you should be able to articulate to your friends who go hey look at all the printers um on, on display at the office supply store there can't possibly be a problem you need to be able to articulate and we're going to give you tons of ammunition mm-hmm. on this why that's not true another big thing Going on in in economics. It's interesting. The first few things we jotted down were economics because it's such a driving factor. It affects politics and everything else is inflation. We won't beat this to death, but we know that the real inflation rate, uh, even as calculated by the method they used to use to calculate it, is 13 percent, give or take. Not the 2.8% nonsense that the Federal Reserve is claiming. Inflation, I'm telling you guys, I've said this before, but I'm, I'm so adamant about this. Inflation is the one thing that is going to get all these gen poppers in the general population, all these idiots who are tuned out to what's going on, all these I don't care and politics is dumb and I don't waste my time with stuff like politics, all these people that are blissfully ignorant, inflation's going to smack them in the face. True story. A former guest on this show said that their weekly uh, grocery run was 200 bucks in the past. Now it's 275 That's a 37.5% increase in a couple weeks, he noticed. Now, he's a switched-on guy, but he said, can you believe this? 37.5%. Actually, I did the math, not him. Um, by the way, my math is so poor, we heard about it in the last episode where I had to, in college, take Math 101 with the football team. That's how terrible I am at math. Um, but anyway... That inflation is going to get people to figure out what the heck's going on. And that has political ramifications. We've talked about in the past. I think pitchforks and torches may be coming because now, now that that six pack of beer is $18, now stuff got serious. And so that is a huge, huge disruption. It it affects everything. We are getting some work done to our new house in Montana. And every single contractor saying, yeah, this bid is good for uh, a month, and then we're going to have to reevaluate the prices. Um, by the way, uh, supply disruptions come into account with that. Mm-hmm. It was like the HVAC system. Yeah, there's this one part we need, and uh, we may or may not be able to get it. So we're going to go ahead and basically get the thing ready to add that that feature later on in a year when maybe we can find stuff. See all the disruptions we're talking about?
2: Oh, and you can definitely see it in the building industry, and that's. I'm glad you brought that up. We had a meeting with our contractor this last week, and basically he has tailored the work we want to have done in such a way so that he can respond more to such, because he said, I see it coming, and he used the exact words, this industry is crashing. Yeah, He said that because he has actually a fairly deep bench of um, subcontractors, which is what why we hired him. We hired him and he's like, I'm I'm losing a lot of these people. He started
0: off with twenty employees two years ago and he's down to two.
2: And right. So think about that, guys. I appreciate him I mean, we're not gonna belabor this, but really trying to be nimble and adjust his model of how he normally does business so that Basically, this this project's going to take longer. Any building project these days takes longer. But as a subcontractor comes available, they're going to get hired right away. So in other words, it's not going to be, we're going to do, you know, HVAC first. We're going to do plumbing second. Right. But, no, it's going to be as they come available. And it's and it's it's, it's going to look
0: like an ER.
2: And then we ended that long conversation with, and he was very nice and, and very practical and very honest. And he said, this might get painful. Mm-hmm. Think about that, guys. Oh my gosh. So here we go. Here we go.
0: Now, Shelby, why don't you go ahead? We're going to take a brief pause here. We're not going to a break or anything. Why don't you tell folks about our sponsors?
2: Yes. Minutemen coffee. Mm. Yes, exactly. Big, I can smell the Minutemen mm, coffee. Yeah. The
0: I Miss America blend, by the way, which is the best. The, They're the, all good, but I Miss
2: America is the best. It is. It is. The, They're the exclusive roasters of that, mm-hmm. and that is. we have a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And I you need, in particular. Yes, Let's be yes. honest. So if you go to their website, you can find them easily at prepping2-0.com. Go to friends and affiliates. Click on their little logo. And, uh, you know, order away their amazing coffee. Use the promo code or the coupon code IMISSAMERICA. Check it and give 15% off. Other awesome, cool sponsor of ours, New Mana Foods, boys. They experienced disruptions mm-hmm. during COVID, and I'm sure they're still having to be nimble themselves now.
0: They're but getting it done.
2: They're getting it done. They specialize in bulk freeze dried food, not little individual servings for camping or backpacking. It is bulk. It is to put to put away for those long term deep preps.
0: Gunfighters got to eat.
2: They gotta eat. So encourage you to check them out at checkout. Use the coupon code PREP, lowercase, you get 10 percent off your order. They also have some great special diets or. Uh, Organic yeah, and uh, gluten free, which non-GMO. is great. Other great sponsors of our EMP Shield, great folks over there. They have developed a device that will protect your device from a coronal mass ejection oh, or an EMP.
0: You got I, it right the first time. I got time. it
2: right. Yay. Think of it as a big surge protector. Yeah. But much more.
0: Down to the trillions of a second.
2: Just much more sophisticated and much more effective. It's been heavily tested. The military and government agencies have purchased them. Great way to protect from such a thing. Um, At checkout, use the coupon code... Let me see, prepping 2.0, and you get $50 off per device. Now, that's a mm. good deal when their devices range in the three to $400 range. 50 bucks <laughs> off is considerable. So I encourage you to check them out.
0: And now we're going to cover a topic that a lot of people don't necessarily think of when it comes to signs of the collapse, but I think it is a sign of the collapse. And here we go. The American empire has ended. Mm. My proof of that is the debacle in Afghanistan More than one country looked at that and said, oh, let me get this straight. You guys are the biggest, baddest superpower, the most powerful country in the world, and you can't get your people out of a country. Are you kidding me? And there's millions of other examples. But here's another thing that is going to – it flew under the radar but I think is is shocking and significant. When a country withdraws its ambassador from a country, makes their ambassador come home, it is – A diplomatic slap in the face. I know we don't, like, live in the diplomatic world where, like, which fork you use at a state dinner is, like, a big deal. But I'm telling you, when a country recalls its ambassador, that is a huge deal. It's even a bigger deal when one of your staunchest allies recalls their ambassador from your country. Guess what happened last week? France, a staunch ally. Yes, insert jokes about surrendering here. But France has been recently, in particular... A very staunch ally. They withdrew their ambassador from the United States of America because, among other things, they looked at the Afghan situation. By the way, it was French special forces going in and smoking bad guys and getting French and other nationals
2: and Americans out of
0: that country. The, when the French have to do your dirty work because you're too much of a wuss, you've just wussed France. And that is not a good place to be in. And that's what I'm talking about, the, the the end, the slow, decaying death of the American empire. Now, why does this matter? Do, do we, is this a big talk on geopolitics? No. Here's why this matters, and here's how it affects you. When you are the superpower, you are the world reserve currency. The U.S. dollar is used as basically the medium of exchange throughout the world uh, that – That percentage of commerce being conducted in U.S. dollars is dropping, by the way. It used to be about 90%. Now it's about 56%, and it drops a couple percentage points each year. What does world reserve currency, medium exchange mean? It means this. Your quality of life is better in America because the U.S. dollar is or was the world reserve currency. Let's say um, Italy wants to sell some oranges and wants to buy some crude oil from Saudi Arabia they don't do that deal in italian lira or the saudi i made that up they do that deal in dollars which means both it means italy has to buy us dollars which means there's artificially high demand all across the world for us dollars which means they're more valuable when demand is high they're very valuable When the U.S. dollar is in demand and has a very high value, it means we get to live cheaply here because we operate in dollars that are worth a lot of money. So that's a quick and dirty reason why being the world reserve currency is an absolutely awesome thing. And it means the quality of life in the country that is the world reserve currency is fabulous. That is ending.
2: So when we see Congress currently, we were just talking about this the other day pushing through trillion dollar yep. infrastructure packages one right after the other. We were talking about this two years ago, eight years ago, prior prior administrations just to have <laughs> one of those packages go oh, through. Yeah. Would have been controversial. And oh maddening. geez. Uh, can and, we
0: afford this? Somebody would right, say.
2: And right now they are one. I mean, snap your every two to three weeks, there's a new idea. And, and it always has the word trillion after that. Uh, they are. do Congress is doing that. Those in Congress, the people in charge, the party in charge, knowing that there's that devaluing yes. of the American dollar globally.
0: You know, the Central Bank of China made a comment to the effect of it seems like the Americans don't really want to be the world reserve currency, because if you were the world reserve currency, you, you would keep your you, the value of your currency up. And by printing all this money, remember supply and demand? Now there's a bigger supply of dollars. So inflation goes up. Um, last night, getting Joel some drive through at McDonald's just for him, $16.90. Now he's playing football. He's pretty hungry. But I'm just saying, uh, inflation goes up. So this is how things like the world stage and America losing its superpower status, America being mocked by the rest of the world actually affects you because it affects how much money or pardon me, the value of the mm-hmm. money that you earn. It affects that. So let's jump into another topic. We have a couple minutes before the break. We're going to get mm-hmm. this one started. And that is, in my notes say repression. Now we know about vaccine mandates and we know that they're a terrible idea. And we know that that's Out of control government. This is nothing new. And so we're not introducing any new concepts to you. Um, vaccine passports similarly are signs of repression. We all know about it. You know, no need to explain what a vaccine passport is. It's just another sign that the government is treating its citizens. Well, at least about half of them like dirt. And that is a sign of a collapse. So when we come back in our next segment. We've got a lot more on this list and we're going to get into some things that maybe you haven't heard of or thought about. We're going to tie it all together. Here's your sign that we're in a
2: collapse. And this is what a collapse looks like. Don't go away, folks. More of Prepping 2.0 with
1: authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com.
0: Com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com.
2: Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps.
0: Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new Mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available.
2: New Mana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering.
0: You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed.
2: Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP.
0: Go to newmana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website.
2: Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com.
0: Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. Katie Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT.
1: Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher.
0: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the second segment of Prepping 2.0. And we would like to mention some of our other sponsors here very quickly. Katie Armor, C A T I, stands for come and take it armor. KatieArmor.com. They make steel body armor, which you got to get before <laughs> uh, all the supply disruptions, you know, all the steel sitting out yeah, there. Steel on steel is the a these days, yeah. Use the coupon code GRANT and get 10% off. Again, KatieArmor.com. Our great friend. Jared Savick, who is the realtor for Montana, in our opinion. He's based in Kalispell. He can find you a place. He's a prepper. He's one of us. He is a relocation guy. He's saved a lot of, he's taken in a lot of refugees from blue states. His website is Seize the Day MT. That stands for Seize the Day Montana. Seize the Day MT.com. And tell Jared that Glenn and Shelby sent you. We have Backwoods Home Magazine, which is a fantastic magazine. Comes out quarterly. We are subscribers, very happily so. Um, The coupon code for that to get $6 off is 6OFF, the number 6, O-F-F. And you can find all of these sponsors and you can find all these deals on our webpage where we have them all, which is prepping2-0.com. And then the tab is friends and affiliates. Two more we'd like to mention. Lizzie McDaniel, another great realtor on the other side of the country. She covers Tennessee very capably, I may add. She's one of us. She helps folks relocate. Lizzie's information can be found by clicking on the Tennessee state on the map, and you'll get her contact information. The website where this all happens is redstate-realtors.com, redstate-realtors.com. Lizzie's there. And finally, our brand new sponsor. We're very excited about this because this is a product we've used in the past and it's had great results for us. And we're very, very happy to be telling you guys about it so you can try it and hopefully similarly have great results. And that would be My Kind CBD. That is also available at the top of the page repping2-0.com friends and affiliates here's what's the deal with my kind of cbd cbd is made from hemp it is not marijuana there's no marijuana in it in the sense of thc you're not going to fail a drug test you're not going to get high it's not marijuana that's important It heals stuff. It's got magic powers. And I didn't believe it at first until when uh, Joe Jaquin at KHNC radio station, great guy, great radio station. Of course, I have my show every week on there and Patreons, $5 and up Patreons, get the videos of those shows. But anyway, he sent me when he found out I was on chemo, which I'm not on anymore. Thank goodness. uh, He sent me some CBD and it worked great. And there's some solve, which is like a roll on kind of thing. That has been great on soreness, on I had a wound that wouldn't heal on my neck. So this stuff works. And my kind CBD is ultra pure. It is tested. It is high strength. Let me say this. Everybody and their dog is selling CBD right now. Like, you could go into a 7-Eleven and get CBD. Don't goof around with that stuff. You wouldn't go into 7-Eleven to get a fine meal, would you? So don't get your (laughs) CBD there, right? Hot dogs on the little... Quality matters. On the little roller thing doesn't count as a good meal. Well, if you get CBD elsewhere, you're getting the equivalent of 7-Eleven hot dogs instead of a delicious steak dinner. So My Kind CBD, we're very, very happy to be working with them. And so please check them out. So... Shelby, let's return to our list. Yes. Of here's your signs to steal some from Bill Ingvall of the collapse not coming. We used to, we're that's so last, yeah, year, so, so last year. So last year. We're now in it. And here are signs of it. And we're going to tile these together. So, and by the way, the show is good to persuade friends of yours that this is not normal. Uh, we were on the topic of repression. We talked about a vaccine mandate. We talked about vaccine passports. I think cancel culture comes into
2: a lot of, a that. Lot of this it, when that it comes to repression in, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and clamping down on free speech. You guys know about cancel culture. We don't need to tell you about it. We're just listing it off. Here's something you may or may not know about that fits squarely within the category of repression, and that is the IRS is proposing a little regulation that all accounts that have over $600 in them, which would be all of them, need to report all of the transactions All of the transactions, withdrawals, deposits to the IRS, the threshold used to be $10,000. And it was only transactions over $10,000. cash. That needed to be, yes, that needed to be reported to the IRS because they were going to crack down on money launders and all that other stuff. I have a question for you, dear listener. Oh, and it was also to make sure that billionaires paid their taxes. Do you think billionaires paying their taxes and drug lords... Uh, not being able to launder money. Do you think that's really something where you need to have the threshold at $600? Do a lot of billionaires cheat out of their taxes in accounts under $600? No, so, they don't.
2: So we're talking about not just cash transaction, yeah, but everything. Oh, so go out to an expensive dinner or, you know. They know,
0: they know wh- the date. Yep. They know the amount. They know where you were. You know, like you get your statements um from the bank and it says like on a debit card or something like that, it says in your account, On this date, you know, you spent four dollars at the gas station getting fried chicken based on a true story, which is where I'm going to be headed after this show. And all those sorts of things. All that detail. Yeah. The IRS is now going to have it. So
2: the really cool printer that we just bought. Yep. They'll know about. They'll know about.
0: Yeah. They'll know the model number. They'll know where we got it. I think, first of all, this is going to be used for just basic spying and snooping and all that other stuff. This is
2: not to regulate anything. This is to control. Here's why I think
0: it's a particularly repressive move. It's more than just a pain and it's more than just bothersome. Here's why this is repressive. The Federal Reserve has been openly talking about, and there's a bill in Congress to do this, by the way. hasn't passed, but there's a bill in Congress. So this is not like a conspiracy theory when there's a bill in Congress. For the Federal Reserve to get rid of the U.S. dollar (laughs) and come up with a new currency, which would be a digital dollar. So it would be a digital dollar. Now, what happens when you have tens of trillions of U.S. dollars worth of debt. How do you get out of paying all those trillions of dollars of debt that are denominated in U.S. dollars? Why you get rid of U.S. dollars? It would be like, hey, I owe $60 trillion of Confederate money. Hey, let's just not have any more Confederate money and your debt goes away, right? Well, guess what they want to do? They want to create a digital currency. And if you think I'm making this up, Google it, digital dollar, Federal Reserve, Congress, and you're going to see what we're talking about. They're mm-hmm. openly talking about coming up with a new currency. Now, where else did this happen? Oh, I don't know. Russia in the early 90s, as it was collapsing, they would have like blue rubles that were printed um, on paper. With They didn't get into the digital thing back then. Heck, parts of that country didn't even have electricity, so they weren't set up for it. Oh, by the way, digital dollars means that they can block transactions. Oh, you have to use digital dollars to buy stuff. Oh, you want to buy a gun. We're not going to allow gun stores to have digital dollar accounts. So you can see why this is a problem. But back to Russia. Yeah. They would have blue rubles printed on, you know, like a little picture of Putin or whatever in blue. And then once they wanted to devalue those and because the ruble was crashing in value, because they printed too many of them, much like we're doing right now, they would say, turn in your blue rubles. And for every 10 blue rubles, you're going to get one red ruble. And then for every, when that didn't work anymore, six months later, 10 blue rubles got you a green ruble. And that's how they devalued their money. Well, we're going to do the same. It's just we're going to do it digitally Mm -hmm. so much more sophisticated. So that's why this IRS thing is a really big deal. And that's why it is a sign that we are in a collapse.
2: Here's another one. Speaking of someone who's written a really good book series, 10 books, I know that uh, Schumer, as well as some other Democrat leaders that I can't remember who, but Schumer in particular has floated the idea. See, This is what they do. They float the idea Yeah. They wait a few weeks for people to kind of, oh, my gosh.
0: And in the meantime, they accuse us that talk about it of being conspiracy theorists when it was like their own idea. idea.
2: But they let it float for a little while so we can get used to the idea. Honestly,
0: the frog in the boiling pot. Right,
2: And then they put a bill through Mm -hmm. and then they hammer at it and it might fail. And then they try it again and then they water it and then they get a version of it passed. So here you go. This is one of his latest ideas. To raid 401ks.
0: Yep, and how, by the way, do you raid 401ks? How do you it's do a that? very simple way to do it. It's not like the federal government says, "What's your password? We're going to withdraw the money." No, no, no. It's so much more sophisticated, and it's even got a nice sounding bow that they put on the wrapping. And here's how they do it, as discussed in the 299 days book series with the Freedom Cards, the F cards. Mm-hmm. All the federal government has to do is require 401ks, mutual funds, Roth IRAs, all these things to hold 10 percent. That's how they start off. 10 percent of their holdings in U.S. bonds, which is U.S. debt, which most
2: portfolios have. Yes. Right. bonds are safer.
0: Right. I mean, it's safe. You get a one percent return for a 10 year treasury note and inflation is 13 percent a year. So it's safe. But by definition, you're losing a ton of money. And then they say, well, you know what? These mutual funds and 401ks need to have 20% of U.S. bonds. So then the mutual funds now have to buy government debt. The mutual funds, here's what buying government debt means. The mutual funds have to give money to the federal government and get these worthless bonds in exchange, and the federal government takes the money and spends it and does its nonsense. This is not made up, you guys. That's why... And I struggle with this myself. I would like to have as little money as possible in 401ks. I'm not prepared to go cash them out. There are huge tax penalties. And if your employer does a contribution, you got to do the math. And I'm never going to say cash out your 401ks in some kind of flippant, categorical way because even I struggle with this. But, but when my you point hear, is,
2: yeah, Schumer say words like this, you got to find the This is how they
0: could do it. So if you sit there and you say to yourself, or maybe your friends say to you, Oh, what? It's not like Chuck Schumer's going to get the password to your account and he's going to go on Charles Schwab dot com and like cash out your 401k. You're right, because that's not how they're going to do it. They're going to do it by making 401ks by U.S. bonds. You know why? And I mentioned the pretty wrapper or the nice bow on it because they're so safe. They're so safe. We want we want investors to be protected from the swings of the market by making You send your money to the federal government and get worthless pieces of paper in exchange. That's making sure that you're safe.
2: I'm going to stop here and just put a little caveat in here, too. We as preppers... Need to think about how to prep for this. So we're yeah. we're going through this. How do we know we're in a collapse? Because we want kind of to wake up a little bit. And okay, we're there. And how to prep for that? There, mm-hmm. talk to your financial advisor about ways to mitigate this. Because it feels like the American population has been putting their you know yeah. hard earned life savings into these um, tools so that they can retire. Yep. If those get raided. That's a collapse. The other thing, too, is in all of this, the underlining thread to all of it, honestly, is the weaponizing of government that our current administration is drunk on Mm -hmm. the power. They don't even think twice about just snatching away. I wrote a piece recently for Victory Girls blog about how uh, Biden just did two things and it made a blip on the news feed. The taking of Regeneron. The
0: therapeutic medicine that really helps people who have COVID COVID, get over COVID. They
2: have taken over the distribution of it Mm -hmm. and are deciding the have and have nots. And the have nots are red states, in particular, Florida and Texas, two states that are in
0: COVID rebellion. They're getting uppity and actually. And
2: Biden doesn't like it. And two, they are buying out the distributor of it so that no one else can buy them. They have just weaponized a life-saving medication and taking over control of it. That's and what our government said. Yes. If you
0: live in a blue state, you get the medicine. If you live in a red state, you're going to have a way harder time of getting the medicine. And that is bad enough. Here's what's worse. Yep. Do you really think that a guy that would withhold life-saving medicine to various states based on how they voted for president— do you really think he would not withhold other scarce items like, I don't know, food, food. or fuel or spare parts?
2: And this buy, guy and has a
0: record. He has a track record of withholding vital supplies based on politics. And this is just a warm up. You guys Regeneron is a warm yep. up.
2: And it's not just um, withholding and deciding to have. It's the buying out of the market mm-hmm. and making government the monopoly holder.
0: Yep. And then they get to decide who Wait gets till it. they
2: do that to fuel. Yeah. Ask Venezuela how that went that right there. Just when the government took over the fuel industry, that alone collapsed that mm-hmm. country. Yep. That's where we're headed. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, here's another thing on the list, and it's just called culture. One of the things I wanted to bring up, and this might be some new topic for you, and that's OK. It kind of went unnoticed, which surprised the heck out of me because I think this is huge. I talked about this on my KHNC show, which again is available to Patreons at $5 and up level. The video of it is you can listen to it on the KHNC website, the audio for free. And that was, and I'm not making this up. I I was so skeptical that this was fake news that I actually asked a friend of mine to verify it. And he came back with screenshots and I said, okay, I feel comfortable now announcing to people that the Biden administration told the national archives and what's the national archives. They're the. Kind of the keepers of of key documents, historical documents. They maintain the Constitution and all kinds of other documents. It's a cool
2: place to go. Yeah, I mean, they have I've taken rooms the kids and, there. We've know. seen the original one of the original Magna Cartas, the original const They're kept in these vaults that are super duper safe. It's and- kind
0: of like a combination of a museum and a library yeah, because they have a lot place. of stuff. Like, library-wise, that nobody really, – I mean, it's not all just the Constitution. And it should be
2: an inspirational place where you go, this is the founding is of our, our country. country. This is what These are the principles. This is where our founding – you know, John Hancock's hand touched that document. It's an amazing place. Not anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, guess what? The National Archives have put a warning label on the Constitution and other founding documents, letters between the founding fathers, for example, Federalist papers, stuff like that. They put a warning label on that says uh, this content may be offensive to some people. It involves violence, like declaring your independence from Britain and fighting an eight year war. Yeah, that involved violence. And guess what? Unless you're a communist, you were okay with that because we got out of British oppression. And yes, there was some violence. The nerve of the federal government to tell me That the Constitution, which I revere and every single listener to this show reveres, that is offensive and violent and needs a warning label. I'll tell you what needs warning labels. How about all these video games that these kids play? How about How about all this rap music where they use the N-word and I absolutely detest it. How about warning labels for stuff like that? But no, the one thing that gets a warning label in this culture that we're in right now, which is my point with all of this, the culture, society in this country mm-hmm. is falling apart when this is even a thing. The one thing they put a warning label on is the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution.
2: And here's your sign.
0: And here's your sign. If any of your friends say that America, it's just kind of like it was a few years ago, wrong diddly wronglers. It is not. I'm pretty sure that when I was a kid, the Constitution didn't have a warning label on it and it does now. And if you think that's made up, do your own research. It is not made up to my very great shame and disgust. My grandfather, who is a great American patriot, is rolling in his grave right yeah. now. He would not believe that the Constitution that he fought for and made some big sacrifices has now got a warning label. That's so crazy. screw you, National Archives. Screw you, Joe Biden, for telling the National Archives to do this. Because believe me, the National Archives is full of a bunch of library nerds. They didn't come up with this nope. idea on their own. They got orders to put a warning label on the United States Constitution. So,
2: as we have done this podcast, radio show, and books and all that, we've had all throughout all of this last four or five years, the "I miss America" branding. Yeah, and it's interesting as we've gone through this collapse, and this collapse is going on we more miss and America. more. I miss oh, America. God, I, I miss, America. miss America. When you it have, says it all, yeah, when you have our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence, and the Magna Carta labeled as offensive.
0: You have to miss America. Yeah, I
2: miss America. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay, next topic. Many of these things I'm talking about, by the way, happened in the month of September 2021. This is not Mark like this
2: day, yeah. Yeah. This is
0: just like this month's signs <laughs> that we're in a collapse, right? Next month we'll have new signs. I want to give a lot of credit to Sean Swanson, who's been a guest on this show several times and is a and brilliant he's a guy. Good friend. Good friend, brilliant guy. When the Afghanistan debacle was occurring, He said, we're eight months into this presidency. There are 40 more months of this presidency. We're looking at how much damage this guy can do in one-sixth of his term. We have five times more time ahead of us in which this guy can do all this other nasty, awful stuff. Does anyone think – That at the end of a Biden administration-
2: We're going to have an America.
0: We're going to have an America. At this pace-
2: There will be no constitution shown at the National Archives. Facebook
0: was pulling the Declaration of Independence, and then they changed this after an outrage. So- Next thing on the list, we alluded to this bond yields. Oh, my goodness. Bond yields. That sounds really nerdy, really scientific. I probably don't know anything about bond yields. You're saying to yourself, how could this affect things? A 10-year U.S. bond. So you loan money to the government and 10 years later you get paid back. That's all that means. Everyone's like bonds. They think they're like some magic mythical creature. Nope. It's just a loan. You're loaning the government money. So in 10 years, you get paid back at 1% interest, which is roughly 10% more than what you put down 10 years ago. Right now, inflation is at 13% a year. So if that pace continued, and I think it's going to go higher than that, but let's just say that pace continues. That means roughly without compounding that at the end of the 10 years, uh, that money is worth 130% less than it was. So you're going to get... 10% and it has been devalued 130%. That's a net devaluation of 120%. Who in their right mind would buy U.S. bonds when they are guaranteed to lose 120% of their value? Well, but you say, Glenn, U.S. treasuries are selling. People are buying bonds. That's my point. Who is buying bonds that they know they're gonna lose money on? Is it your grandma putting them away in her savings account? Is it Japan? Is it a mutual fund? Nope. It's the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve who makes up money by clicking clacking on a keyboard and saying, Uh, Bank of America, you now have two hundred billion dollars to loan out. Clickety clack, send. There's no money.
2: And by the There's way, no Bank, of a, Bank of America is
0: they're not buying bonds nope. either. They're, they're refusing to buy bonds, and the Federal Reserve is making them. So you've got the people who make up money out of thin air, and that's for real. You know, we used to say, well, they just print money. They don't even print it anymore. Nope, they go, they just uh, move ones and sound zeros. Effects, click, yeah. clack, click, clack there, there. That's my sound effects. Um, so the Federal Reserve then has all these bonds, and the government is going to pay them back. Well, the Federal Reserve just made up the money to buy the bonds. The Federal Reserve made up the money that it loaned to the federal government. Don't you think that countries around the world that are selling oranges and buying oil, for example, with the Italy, Saudi Arabia example, don't you think that they're sitting around going, you know what, these U.S. dollars, this is all just a big fiction. These are zeros and ones on Mm -hmm. some keyboard. This is not a real thing. Used to be a real thing when our money was backed by gold or even partially backed by gold. So I bring up bond yields, which just means the amount of money you get from loaning the government money as an example of how whacked out things are, how this can possibly happen without manipulation. It can't happen without manipulation, massive trillions of dollars of manipulation. Guess what always happens when that kind of nonsense goes on? The value of that currency goes down to zero. What does that mean? We've all heard the stories pre-World War II Germany, mm-hmm. the wheelbarrow full of cash and and they go to buy a loaf of bread with a wheelbarrow full of cash and it gets stolen. The cash? No, the wheelbarrow, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where this is headed. Massive hyperinflation and the bond yields are just a little bit of a preview of how goofed up and whacked out this thing is. So another manipulated, goofed up, whacked out thing that you should be paying attention to is the virtual absence of physical gold and silver. If you want to buy gold and silver coins, it's hard to do right now because everybody and their dog is buying physical silver. Now, there's two kinds of silver and gold. There's the physical stuff that you actually own, which is what you should own, by the way. We've done episodes on that. And then there's these fake made-up contracts where they trade them uh, on Wall Street, and it's like, they future trading, blah, blah, blah. And, and there's no actual physical gold and silver. It's a promise to deliver gold and silver that the company doesn't have enough gold and silver to deliver. So it's completely made up hocus mm-hmm. pocus, much like the Federal Reserve dollars. So the price of gold and silver in the made up hocus pocus world of futures contracts is ridiculously artificially low. The premiums you need to pay that is over what the so-called paper price of gold is. To actually get physical gold and silver is much higher. And here's what's more stark and crazy. It's really, really hard to get supplies of gold and silver. Our friends, Patriot Trading Group, Mm Allamericangold.com, they actually can get this stuff because they have relationships for a long, long time. And no, they don't pay us any money. They're just our gold and silver Mm -hmm. suppliers. But the market for gold and silver, my point being, is so whacked out and so crazy and artificial that you just know this is not a normal time. And people put money into gold and silver when they think stuff's going to get crazy, which is why it's hard to find
2: people, gold bullion
0: and coins.
2: A way to put it, people are trading in their dollars for gold because they yeah. know the dollar is going to be devalued. Exactly. It's, that's the practical way to and look the at it. And yeah. gold
0: and silver stores the value. You know, $1,000 worth of value right now, if you buy $1,000 of gold and silver... And then all of a sudden the dollar devaluates and now it's $10,000. You
2: you got rid of your dollars that are now devalued. Exactly. And now
0: your gold and silver is worth $10,000 and you can go trade it for cash if you need to go with your $10,000 and get a happy meal at the drive-thru.
2: Wow, folks, lots to think about. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Have a great week, everyone.
1: You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.